We can go ahead and skip Christmas and get the fuck up out of 2020. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of the Doom Patrol. This is season two, episode two, Time Patrol. This one was written by April Fitzsimmons and Neil Reynolds, directed by Harry Jurgian. I gave this episode a 5.4 out of 10. They don't want to make me happy thus far in this season because it is almost officially worse than all of season one. (laughs) At this point, if I have to hear any more of Cliff and his monologues that they thought he was so popular, he should get more. I am going to lose my shit. I'm going to go ahead and finish the season because there are a few things that, again, are interesting interesting for me to pursue i just don't agree with all of the screen time in which that fucking robot continues to speak i'm also having a really bad day (laughs) i'm just i mean go ahead and skip for the review if that is what you hear for i do not blame you but man have i just had a very shitty 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 day I've had kind of a shitty week and quite frankly I'm a little fed up with everyone in my personal life (laughs) and my working life I just need a vacation that's all I need to get the hell away alone on a beach in a hotel room anywhere to be quite frank and I don't mean just alone from a child I mean the, the computers got to go down everything just has to I need to disconnect I am my my senses are becoming overwhelmed they are on E (laughs) I thought I was gonna have some time last week to try to refuel myself especially when I had uh, don't have to worry about parenting but no I still have to parent many miles away because that is what, what what you have to do when you are the one that makes sure shit happens so just not the best (laughs) month starting out all the way from the holidays till right now i'm just i'm tired of the child i don't i i get it kids are just selfish in nature and they are they they are children i know this rationally but at right now i mean i could put my hands around a throat is all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) and I know every parent has been there and if you ain't then you just fucking lying to yourself because it's stressful it's very stressful when someone is all day going me 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 and then it's also not it's the world too because you have to work from home and you're trying to balance different things and I have a job in which I'm on the telephone almost consistently on the telephone so I don't have time to look over and say okay well I need to acknowledge that comment that you really want me to acknowledge and then they have the audacity to stop off like you haven't told them a million times that you don't get to have me just because I'm home and you're home and then you also have the schoolwork thing and then you also have my mother who that's the one I really like the child thing is the child thing and Jesus Christ I gotta pray on that but my mother who's a grown-ass woman is 50 something years old who keeps calling me during the day multiple times no matter how many times 
I remind her I am at work. Oh, you know, I forgot. How do you forget someone is at work? No, it's called you're so used to getting your way that you don't care. And to me, that is a courtesy thing and it's rude as fuck. So next week, guess what I'm doing? I'm turning off the fucking phone. I will not have my phone on anymore during the day when I am at work because it is not acceptable to blow up my phone and call me. That's another thing she does though. She'll show up at my fucking house knocking on my door outside and then mad because she keeps pounding because she doesn't understand that I'm on a fucking phone call and I can't just go hold let me hold one moment because I need to go get my at the door because my mother is standing there because she thinks it's okay to show the fuck up sorry I know I just ran in and went off there because that is really getting on my everlasting nerves and see this wouldn't happen if guess what you were fucking working you're not working you got so much time during your day that's great for you enjoy yourself I don't have that luxury so have some respect for someone that has a lot more to juggle than oh my god I need to call you about something that don't got nothing to do with anything important and I mean blow your damn phone up and that's not even on top of the crazy ass people I gotta talk to people in Texas and Florida y'all two can kiss my ass right now <laughs> because y'all are stupid you don't think you come in just saying the dumbest shit I'm not dogging y'all I ain't, I ain't dogging the whole states maybe Florida but <laughs> man those are my worst calls every single time it's like what is going on are the people who just have this high ass uh, insurance are the ones that are the Trump supporters so they don't got a fucking brain to think with and thus they come on the phone with the dumbest shit you ever heard in your life (sighs) I'm just tired I'm so tired I'm beyond tired I want to literally throw my own body propel it out of a goddamn window because then I'll be in the hospital and I won't have to fucking worry about how the rest of it is going to work itself out be on short-term disability (laughs) now that I have vented that out let's get into this terrible ass episode because it was terrible 90% of it was not good Larry had some emotional moments, but then I could barely get into the emotional moments because I'm like, Larry, this is on you. I mean, you keep on trying to blame everything on Niles, but it ain't on Niles. It's really not. A lot, sure. Maybe what happened to him, we can say that as well. But we didn't even get an explanation of what the fuck happened. So maybe we'll actually get a scene by scene, detail by detail on how he caused everything that happened to them or maybe just maybe things happened to them because he worked for the Bureau of Normalcy and he's the one that took them. I'm very unclear on this 100% and I need them to do more homework. And considering it was the big thing that Mr. Nobody revealed last season, I'm kind of all done with being mysterious. That was fucking 15 episodes just to get to that. We're in 17 now and we still don't have an actual painting a picture of what exactly Niles Calder is responsible for. In 1927, London, where we start the episode, Niles is working for the Bureau, goes to the circus. I feel like we already seen this. This is just from his perspective, I guess, to check out 
the beast that's familiar and the daughter he didn't know he had and what is up with the guy in the audience screaming out i got something long and sweet for you what is funny about statutory rape people are cruel and disgusting and filthy and the people that would go to a circus to see something like this i'm sure they will shout out many things that are derogatory i'm just not convinced whatsoever that this would be one of them particularly in front of a whole crowd of people that have children and women at some point someone's just going to be like okay maybe the men will laugh but the women i don't see why child rape would be something to chuckle over at all even in 1927 (laughs) especially actually in 1927 just unnecessary displaced didn't need it the woman he left did he leave her a note or he tell her anything before he just dipped off i'm not sure since they don't want to explain to us that storyline at all either he says that the spirit or he wonders if the animal is the spirit or something else it recognized him and then he very ineffectually yelled stop to everyone why are you sitting down you are not crippled at this time sir so why do you not stand up and scream stop instead of just sitting there looking around before another glowy spirit thing when she makes a wish gets in his face and he faints like a girl that was a cool visual on whatever the fuck that was that everyone or he it seems to be afraid of he saw one thing happen and he's terrified and i felt as if i don't know i don't know but him looking all appalled at the dead people horrified seems equally unrealistic they had it coming i mean (laughs) if you showed up for this what happened next anything that happened next is your fault he then shows her the hand made drawings he did of the beast and his mother and her mother and she says how do you know my mother (laughs) then two years ago um or two years later i should say he turns to danny street the teleporting refugee (laughs) refuge i said refugee (laughs) she's more like a refugee to be her guardian and then he goes to see immortality so he can live just a day longer than her so that he can protect her and this is all being revealed via interrogation that cliff is doing because he wants to know what he did that call i don't even give a fuck anymore about cliff's rightful anger or his need to take it all out on niles or scream just leave kick his ass or leave i'm done having these back and forth encounters i don't need you he's my greatest nemesis no you're your greatest nemesis and let me just tell you this right now as far as i'm concerned whatever they did or he didn't do he didn't have to go to his fucking wife's house that night he didn't have to drag both his wife and child back into his life where it's a fucking shit show because he wasn't gonna make no damn changes and as far as i'm concerned as many mistakes as he did make all the cheating and disgustingness and that was between him and his wifey but she wasn't no good uh parent either you fucking the nanny that's like so wrong they live in your damn house they're taking care of your child that's just one place you like don't go there go everywhere else but don't do that he did that so i don't have 
no sympathy whatsoever you want to be there for your daughter go fucking do something about it metas are known in this world did you think about the things that you would need to do though sir get a job get a fucking social security card learn how to drive you need to make a game plan for yourself instead of moping in somebody else's house and they taking care of you and you getting well you ain't getting food because you can't eat i get that your life and your existence is miserable if you don't feel it's worth it then fucking end it but sitting here bitching about it is not what i want to see or do it's not what i would do it's not either i'm going to be in this house miserable mad in my room and accept what's happening or i'm leaving or if i'm that mad i'm going to beat the shit out of someone else and you talk about i don't want to be some my nemesis i don't want to babysit his daughter no one asked you to again no one asked you to you're there because you're stuck up jane's ass trying to take care of her dorothy's friend which one is this mr the spider herschel he has no chill no actually it's not herschel it's the other one the one with the weird face (laughs) i forgot her name she wakes up jane to tell her our father is dying but jane spooks and then the underground comes out demanding a change once again and she's like um i'm gonna dose you up and get you guys not to have any free will because that's going to solve all of my issues this is another stupid ass storyline you're not thinking with your brain jane because that's gonna run out and then what then what you didn't even come up with a game plan in the middle of trying to figure out this drug you just kept taking the drug but it looks like things are getting at least interesting later on the episode about the underground so i guess and at least she has common sense she knows what it is and she's like look i'm not and we'll get into that just a little bit later because i feel like i'm all over the place with this recap because i really just want to curse a whole bunch of people out right now because that's the mood rita the only one who has any goddamn sense is feeding this child while cliff is getting all usual suspects on niles and then she goes to speak to niles after there's a a convening about him dying and then oh yeah jane comes down comes down and like hey you want to talk to me about your father dying and then she leaves and then niles reveals that he's 139 years old and rita says that he's gonna need diapers soon (laughs) <laughs> and then you had freaking cliff going i'm not gonna change his diapers cliff why are you still here bruh who asked you to come to this fucking team meeting no one said you had to be here i'm never gonna not hate this character he's absolutely a hundred percent unredeemable to me he is funny to other people you know what to each their own i will respect you but i'm not gonna not tell you how i don't agree with what he's saying out of his mouth when it's stupid it's just that he's so useless too it's one thing to be angry and i think that's where i'm at don't be so fucking useless rita tries to do something jane tried what has cliff done at all for anyone doing it like all he does is make shit worse even on their mission he can't have no fucking chill they don't even they're just it's oh this episode was so frustrating to me it just really was 
because it just don't make no damn sense y'all acting like y'all are 14 years old worse you're acting like you're 10 years old <laughs> and yeah Niles was like I didn't ask y'all to do anything about me and my problems it's my problem you don't want to give a fuck about me Cliff goodbye I didn't ask you to be here everybody else can get the fuck out too if they really want to this is me and Dorothy I'm protecting my child and by the way stop telling me that I've locked my daughter in a cage A, some people may need to be locked in a fucking cage that's just facts some people unfortunately are too fucking dangerous to be let loose in the world you would know that if you would ever use that brain but apparently it's not a very good brain or a very intellectual one because you can't seem to put one and two together that maybe just maybe there's a reason especially after you just heard a story about her coming up with a creature that can wipe out a whole damn room of people in the most gruesome way she's a child she ain't got no self-control so when you give powers to someone who is uncontrollable things can get violent jane should be telling him that considering she's got so many personalities and all of them i'm sure are not above board some probably like that miranda chick really evil really really evil i want to see her though and i hope she has confrontations and words with cliff who still can't get the fact that he can't knock on jane and say hey anybody in there that can assist me at this current moment Anybody know how to skate? Oh. Go suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick. Suck a dick, suck a huge or small. That whole entire fucking speech just made me want to ram something up his ass and I wanted him to actually feel it. Actually feel it all the way into his gut and sit on it and twist and keep twisting until he actually gets it through his very, very, very thick skull. To shut the hell up. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah you can tell I am on one. It's, today was not the day for me to be seeing Cliff. So I really when he was like I'm going to leave. I was like don't let the door hit you. Where the good Lord definitely did not split you. The devil made your ass. Because you ain't nothing but trash. You apparently have always been trash. And that's just how it is so larry comes in to also be angry but in a much quieter way saying that you know he's not gonna do that none of that because we're his quote-unquote failed experiments i still don't and i don't even know how y'all are sitting in the same room in the same house with this dude and not asking for actual details because we've gotten none none i still from what i understand y'all got maybe he is that the thing he worked at the barrel of normalcy and he pointed them out because he worked for that department what? okay so it he never said he didn't work for the barrel of normalcy he still rescued your ass because he could have helped you with your jail keepers he wasn't the only one he got the i mean i just don't there's so much anger to be had but i also feel that y'all not doing anything with that anger y'all still just coming back to live at his house (laughs) still eating his food still in his kitchen still looking to him still even talking to him this is not things you have to do so i i guess i'm just stuck at that part and 
I know what Mimi's gonna say, and she's right. I can hear her in my in the back of my head saying he did do wrong. Yes, he did. He did. But he literally said, I did it all for my daughter. And how many times has people done terrible things for the offspring? And either you gotta get behind that or you gotta be pissed and move on. Because when you are dealing with your own child, and if y'all had loved y'all children more, I'm talking about you, Paul, you Larry and you fucking um cliff then you would understand the feeling of someone doing absolutely anything to protect their daughter you are you (laughs) my child is my child there's no one who's gonna say okay i don't understand that even if you want to be angry about it sure but there's no one who's not gonna say you know i don't agree with what you did but that makes sense and i don't even like niles guys i don't like niles I'm not defending him. No. But your at your reactions and your actions after the fact are all just very it's like tantrums instead of grown people figuring out, okay, what's next? But Larry says his child has died and he's going to go to his funeral. Rita hugs him and then what did Cliff say? that finally told when jane finally told him just you need to shut the fuck up oh yeah she he says did niles kill him too shut the fuck up you're a fucking cunt shut the fuck up you're a stupid cunt suck my dick a feeling there's more to the story i don't know what's worse the story with um because he said that clara was was um collateral damage and i didn't get that part and until that end i didn't i still don't get what i'm supposed to be getting here about cliff that he chopped him up and put him together i don't i'm not i'm not sure what's happening here but how did that help in the immortality project and i feel as if cliff is rather new like i get the larry thing i even get the rita thing the jane thing makes equal sense the cliff thing does not make as much sense i will say why did he need to chop him up and get his brain what was so special about his brain because it doesn't seem as if it is something i would spend a whole bunch of time making sure was still working i mean i would have yanked that shit out real quick and found another person um and then he says well uh well he leaves because he's looking all dapper in his green well how you gonna show up to a funeral in fucking green how the fuck you showing up to a funeral in green sir i get that this is a television show but it is still your child's funeral and the least you could do is wear fucking black and then let's go back to dragon larry ain't nobody told you you should not contact your children you should have been first and foremost it's the wife's fault for you he didn't walk away from his family his wife walked away from him y'all need to get y'all facts checked or maybe the writers don't give a fuck but she walked away from him in the hospital so okay sure we're gonna keep you away from your father then he was taken by the fucking government then you got out like what 70 fucking years ago you couldn't have sent a note a postcard you couldn't check in on facebook once he got up and running like that's on you bruh you can't put that on nobody else but you but your ass was thinking about a homeboy every five damn seconds 
you was chasing the dick you didn't give a shit about your children and you barely did when you were a parent to them that's on you Vic goes to a meeting and this part was interesting the most interesting part of the episode Vic is hands down the best character as far as characterizations and acting and actually someone caring that their story storyline makes sense <laughs> maybe because he's the least problematic of the other absolute losers but he goes to a meeting for PTSD it's a trauma group and he makes hard eyes as a girl at a girl named ronnie who got um kind of an attitude but i like it because she not only called him out for showing up late but also said that he's cyborg and he needs to turn his camera off because what you share in group you share in group i will say i hate people who say i'm speaking for the whole room no you're not not until the whole room says i speak for you because <laughs> i hate when people do that that drives me insane I don't know why but don't assume you speaking for everybody in the room speak for yourself and only yourself that's all you should ever speak for Dorothy is sad Herschel tells <laughs> tells Niles to stop knock, knocking at her door Dorothy knows daddy is dying because all the folks keep saying so and taking out their anger on her and Niles tells her not to make a wish ever to keep him alive because that's not good apparently kipling knows why that's not good i have a feeling that if he could explain explicitly just a little bit more on why it is so important that he outlive his daughter because he is the only thing that she is close to and can stop whatever he doesn't want her to bring out once again she is genuinely concerned though on real life shit like well i don't know how to cook i don't know how to drive who's gonna teach me this if you're not here and cliff is outside getting her stuff because she is staying moving back in because cliff really thought he was about to get in the in the what do you even call that school bus because y'all inject that thing all the way up in the school bus and go with her and she finally says look this codependency shit is getting stale and you need to figure out what you're gonna do because i need the chief and i'm staying for the chief and you need to figure out if you're staying too and if you are staying you don't need to be doing it for me you need to be doing it for your own reasons because i got shit i gotta solve oh you don't need the chief you could just quote unquote talk to me because talking to you is gonna fix the underground problem going on in her head go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now niles is working and rita tells him not to throw a pity party but he wasn't throwing a pity party he was just frustrated because his calculations weren't coming together and he reveals he has a small amount of continuum but it was found by one man a dr jonathan time he found it in a meteorite and then when he touched it he went mad he could bend time he took a spiritual walkabout around time and rita thinks they should find him vic talks to ronnie and while things are still testy between them when he assumes that she was talking about the war and not her mother he says that he lost his mom too and he says he's going through some things some ptsd and she says don't use the isms because they always trying to give us some type of 
some label but i'm like girl you knew him for five seconds i would say that is my only issue with ronnie she seems like she i like her but she also feels like she's one of those people that needs to think for you and i I'm like that's not and i can tell that they are not both on this day it's not gonna have the same idea about the law but this is what's gonna push him into that gray area of cyborg and i'm here for it rita calls a team meeting and i couldn't help but be just a little proud of her for learning or trying to learn from victor what he taught her trying to be someone who is a hero she already expressed that's what she wants and is deciding to be in this second chance of her life and she really had it down packed she did a drawing even though you know what's it called calls it a horrible drawing because he just can't say anything nice to anyone ever jane says she's down because she's not cool with having girls locked in cages and once again i don't know why i mean i get jane's like i will protect the girl that's fine then cliff says because he can't stop staying up at jane's ass that he's gonna go too mainly because niles doesn't want him to go and that made all of the sense that i'm no longer referencing cliff the rest of this episode niles makes the temporal gateway tells them not to touch the continuum someone does anyway they go to 1980 august 8th 1980 and apparently there's disco and rollerblades and that did make me happy because donna summer was on and i love donna summer vic has a nice date with ronnie and then he offers to walk her back home but she says she's good and then a mugger comes out of absolutely nowhere she handles him and then they both have a debate about how the justice system fails people even though sometimes people fail themselves and eventually he lets the guy go because he can tell that she doesn't and is kind of expressing that one mistake shouldn't change your entire life i didn't think we were gonna get larry this episode but we do and he's at the grave he's recognized by his son paul that uh gary never gave up on him and if he knew his suicide would cause his father to return sooner he would have done it then he goes oh i didn't mean that but he totally did and i'm like hold up did not your mama leave him in the hospital Uh, once again yes larry is absolute and utter trash that he didn't think to write a postcard send a facebook note anything whatsoever to let his children know that he was alive i don't think he was a good parent when he was alive and then (laughs) when he did talk to larry at that moment when before he left he's all making that that thing and then what's the first thing he does after he meets his son he invites him back to the house for the gathering and then he says oh you have a grandson he decides to leave once again without a note a postcard or anything they go to august 9th of 1980 where time recognizes rita far and has her skate with him and they're pressuring her to get the shits off of his head like it was somehow going to be easy she didn't have a game plan no one had a game plan other than to get here and try to come up with one she only got so far and then that other person decides to do what they always do which is fuck shit up because they're useless 
Rita uses her powers, but it's not a it's not a helmet, it's his actual head and his brain pops off and I don't care other than the fact that she's called Jildred Gertrude Cramp and he tells her your mama was right from birth to death, you always going to be a fraud. They get back to niles headquarters and he really was looking like oh did you guys get it did you succeed and jane's like of course we didn't because we suck and we also got more triggers and runs off and then you have rita slapping him telling him to stop saying that he didn't ask them to go even though he did warn them that it was a trap and the chances of all the information he had was not good i don't know why that's his fault y'all decided to go but they wanted to save the day she wanted to do something for niles as far as i'm concerned cliff don't have no reason to say anything because no one fucking told you to do anything larry goes to the one the uh gary's home but again he just goes to the garage once jb is like you should probably look at that because your father to or your son took everything from the plane that you went down in to the bureau of normalcy he totally thought you were out there somewhere and tried to find you and he finds this note about why did you leave and yeah you should cry and feel like shit because that's your fault then there's a butterfly that randomly shows up and we don't know why the memory that jane had was of her mama trying to get her exercise of her many personalities thinking that she is possessed but someone goes up by the name of miranda and the last time i checked in with her she was dropping bodies and she feels scary because she told mama i know what you did and you will call me miranda from now on jane is sitting with the secretary and wonders why she is seeing such a memory right now because she don't have no recollection of this and she's like look i'm neutral i'm switzerland however just know that change ain't always bad and if you want to sort yourself out that's fine by me however you need to know that miranda was powerful even before we got meta powers she actually knew exactly what the girl wanted when jane asked why was she was so powerful she also remarks that she threw herself in the well so is she dead is once the personalities inside dead they don't come back i don't know how this works go down there girl so we can figure it out Y'all do need to stop yelling at this damn child who keeps knocking on people's doors and just wants y'all to like her. She says, I need some help. And Rita goes off thinking, I'm a failure. I can't help your ass. So don't ask or look here. But she's like, I don't need that kind of help. I just need to learn to cook because ain't nobody teaching me. So they end on a very nice moment of her showing her how to whip some eggs. Cliff is watching i don't even give a fuck larry has butterflies (laughs) surrounding him why are you trying to take a you you didn't get a greyhound there you cheap motherfucker you hitchhiked to your damn child's funeral you couldn't have said hey sir can you do you have any other modes of transportation around here you fucked up my uh life at least with the bureau thing can i get 40 dollars so i can get a bus ticket and go on the greyhound what the hell you hitchhiking for there is absolutely no reason for it it's 2019 and you wrapped up in bandages ain't nobody letting you in your fucking car kind of shit you need to get your ass back to the manor get back to the manor i think i have ranted enough let's get into the feedback 
I see both members of the squad have come through. First up, let's check in with Queen Mimi. What up, Cena? It's Mimi. Um, I'm sending in feedback for Doom Patrol. Um, I saw that you didn't post years and years while I was at work, so I was trying to get in that. But I, oh, I've had a really, really trying day. It is early and I should be sleeping right now, but I slept the whole day. I literally went to sleep at 10 o'clock in the morning after I got off work. Woke up late, missed my run. It was too late. It was already dark, so I couldn't run because it gets dark at like 5 o'clock now in the stupid Midwest. And once the sun goes down, it's freezing and I don't want to do it with all the gyms closed in Illinois and YMCA has like really strict rules I'm trying to get as much outside running as I can before I'm stuck inside um I figured I can't get used to the cold running if I don't do it (sighs) I just I gotta be honest with you I'm having I think a midlife crisis I don't know if you can have that when you're only 37 but I'm really starting to question everything in my life like I so I just slept because when I woke up I would look around and just be miserable so I went back to sleep and then I ended up sleeping until 11 p.m. I woke up periodically to feed my child I ordered pizza so I didn't even cook it came I made him a plate and then I went back to sleep then I woke up and yeah it was time to make sure he was asleep so it's just it's I'm just really trying to get my life together but I just don't know how I that's why I decided I wanted to go on vacation by myself leaving these raggedy boys at the house because maybe if I'm not here for a week and you have to figure out how to make life work maybe you'll see that it ain't easy how is it that I work full-time but I can still on my days off go grocery shopping cook clean up take care of this child make sure he goes to sleep on time and make sure he wakes up on time to do e-learning i i don't understand like if he was at school stina he would be at school from 8 45 in the morning until 3 30 in the afternoon e-learning is literally from 9 a.m until 11 a.m and then from 11 a.m to 11 30 a.m he has like I don't know gym or music like it's like online like a zoom ish type thing and they do activities so it's literally two and a half hours of the day that's it I don't understand how his dad I I can't even I'm just so fed up and this is why people be single right now because I can do bad by myself like seriously like I love him I'm not gonna lie but sometimes I just I just get so mad I don't even want to be here anymore like I want to pack myself up and leave like literally just leave and he just be in this house by himself I should say pack my stuff up and my son's stuff and leave like I just I get so frustrated and then I feel bad because I feel like there's people that have it way worse like he's not doing anything terrible it's just he's just not doing anything (laughs) He's literally not doing anything but playing video games all day, all the time, and then sleeping. And then he sleeps 
when he should be up because on his days off he should be making sure his son goes to school on time does his homework not destroy what I cleaned up on my days off but that's exactly what happens and I'm just I'm just so sick of it I can't even <sighs> so I was like let me see if I can I already missed years and years let me try and do doom patrol I'm trying to watch this because this is my fault but I don't know how much more I can tolerate because in all honesty I have to force myself to watch it and it just the end result is not even worth it but I'm in this I I'm gonna tell you this right now unless something changes and there's a season three I'm out like I'm gonna watch these two seasons because literally this is my fault you and shy got pulled into this because of me I don't think it bothers you as much as me but I know shy and I are pretty much on the same page so I'm gonna keep watching because this season is only nine episodes so what is it where this is episode two of season two so we got six more weeks of these shenanigans and if something don't change it don't get better I actually pretty sure I seen the season finale of season two and assuming that it gets better the season finale is the bomb I will say that and that's why I thought that was season one's season finale but it wasn't so it had to be season two and it's a good episode but if the following episodes don't get more entertaining, I don't know if the if what I last seen is intriguing enough to make me want to watch it because it's 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 just too much. I'm so sick of Niles. Let that fool die. I personally don't care. Um, and I want them if you're going to be mad at Niles for what he did for you, then let's let's do that plot. Let's go there otherwise let it go like you keep saying cliff keeps talking about how mad he is how much he hates niles blah 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 but then he gets pulled into stuff like it's it's irritating and that whole uh jonathan time me nasty time whatever his name is where he was a whole clockhead that was so fucking stupid and it was a waste of time because i like okay you killed him i understand that but you 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 needed the whatever that was take the jewels out like you already cracked his head open then you just reverse time now you think you ever gonna get it again that whole that whole shit was stupid but i will say um he had it right jonathan time the 70s i i'm gonna say the 70s because I, I know it was 1980 but that was the 70s disco if i could go back into a go back in time to an era i'm telling you i would be living my best life disco music is my shit donna summers i would i would be her like for real all the time wearing tight shiny sparkling clothes with a big ass afro and a roller ring just living my best life because i love me some disco music when i used to watch um so you think you could dance whenever that one lady had her um disco choreography on that would be i would rewind that watch it all the time learn the choreography because that's that's my jam like that was the best part of this damn episode the rest was trash um i don't understand niles like so did he know he got his girl pregnant and he left or was he not sure like it seems as though he had to have known otherwise how would he know who that little girl is and then you never told her you were her father until you just discover her like that 
Oh, that whole thing is so annoying. The only thing I honestly like, well, besides the disco era, like the music. I know that song was getting on Cliff Nerve, but that was my shit. So I could have heard it all day and been fine. Um, but I like the storyline about Vic and the girl. Like that, I can get into. I personally would prefer things like that. I even like seeing Larry's son. But like I said, I've seen the season finale, so I know where that relationship goes. So knowing that is kind of annoying because I'm I'm seeing it play out but I already know how it ends so that sucks for me but I think it'll be a good storyline for you guys um the whole butterfly thing that was kind of cool I don't know why my mind was thinking that was flex I have no idea butterflies and flex don't I, I don't remember seeing a connection with that but I'm thinking that that had something to do with him doesn't make sense why but it's it's interesting they were surrounding him um that'll be i guess an interesting thing to figure out next episode so that's something to look forward to um at this point i'm really sick of cliff and jane and rita always gets on my nerves so there's that but i I don't know why but this underground thing with her drugging them that shit's annoying like i don't like that storyline and it bothers me and the fact that jane keeps saying that she doesn't like you know her and cliff's relationship can we move on then please like can we stop this she don't want nothing to do with him he's starting to become a creep about it and that's it i'm gonna need cliff to figure out what he wants and if you really don't want anything to do with now motherfucker then leave i mean i know your options are limited but go somewhere or shut the fuck up like those are your two options i don't want to keep hearing you talking about niles but are you still living in his house like yes he did this to you either you're over it and you're gonna stay or you're sick you are done with him and you want nothing to do with him and then you leave you can't be in the middle um as for jane i don't know i'm sick of her um i need either need her to go in the underground and get her shit together focus on miranda and seeing if they can get her out of the well or whatever or move on and she needs to get it together too her storyline is annoying I don't know what to say about Rita. So, I mean, honestly, at this point, Vic's storyline and Larry's storyline are really the only things I'm interested in. Um, sorry, this was a whole ass mess. I don't even know what I was talking about. I don't remember even if I made any sense. But, you know, this is what it is. And, you know, I'm not going to go back and uh, re-record or edit. So, you're going to get this. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not too annoying. Um, so until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. So it is very apparent that the bitch flu is catching. <laughs> I forgot I put that on social media earlier, but it definitely feels like it. It, it feels like it. I don't know. Um, I'm just so done. I'm so over it. And I feel exactly what you're saying. This is all you were saying. And that's exactly why I don't live with a man. <laughs> I can't I cannot not with a child oh no that's that's a huge reason why I mm, mm I can't I refuse I know how I am and I barely can live with my daughter (laughs) so you toss another man in this house you best believe I ain't got time to deal with another fucking child because I'm sorry that's what a lot of you are y'all was on the teat of your mamas 
and now you go move in with a woman and then you get real comfortable thinking you back at home and then shit becomes uh backwards and you think you the second child in the damn house that is not acceptable i don't know your man i'm just co-signing you right now but at the same time people who play video games all day and don't do their shit really piss me the fuck off because i would love to do that i would love on my off days to just sit but no like you said i give a fuck that there's a whole pile of dishes in the sink i don't like my toilet being nasty and you piss all over the edge of the toilet i like things clean i i get upset with my own child when i'm like okay so you come in this kitchen every day and you like cooking but you be looking at them dishes like they don't know what to do with themselves guess what she about to be doing some damn dishes it's, I know what it is. It's because we are women. I think it's a woman thing, but it's it's terribly a black woman thing. Because I think we give and we never fucking receive shit. We don't get the attention from anywhere. Not your job. So when you come to your home, yes, I need to be lifted up like a queen. You ain't got to do it every damn freaking week. But come, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you got to co-parent that means you gonna have to take half of these damn responsibilities girl write a damn list and put tell him these are now your responsibilities i would do it and i'm like if they don't get done guess what's gonna be happening this gonna looking like trash and if we starting to look trash with us ants and rats and stuff and your shit ain't done well then i'm packing my shit up and leaving because we apparently can't live together if we can't figure this out we can't live together but I feel your frustration, child. I feel it. You ain't a child, but I know what you mean. And you talk about, can I get a midlife crisis? Girl, I've been saying I've been going through the change for fucking 50 years. And you be like, you too young for that. I don't think it's too young for a midlife crisis, though, because my ex had a midlife crisis when he hit his. And I was younger because he's eight years older, mind you. And uh, yeah, he went and lost his shit. Just lost it went out and got a fucking motorcycle I'm like, what the hell you got a motorcycle on and then crashed looking like a stupid fool because i'm like why the fuck would you get a motorcycle like you could just one day decide that's what you're gonna do i'm like i've never seen you hear or talk about or ever mention that you know how to ride a motorcycle but your ass gonna come back with a fucking twenty five hundred dollar bike does that make any sense to you i'm so glad i was not even with him at that point in time when he hit his midlife crisis maybe i was a part of his midlife crisis hell well i'll never know i don't even feel bad because when i when i break it all down i didn't really love him anyway so um <laughs> that's all <whole. laughs> oh and he felt that shit too because one day he told me and i was like damn and it took me a while of time to be like oh now i know what he meant by that I know what he meant. Never ever let me live down. I have to dumb down myself to talk to you. Well, well, if the truth hurts, why don't you go do something to fix it? Them self-help books ain't, you ain't retaining none of that fucking knowledge. How about you just do an actual redo of your personality? An absolute uh, uh, makeover. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. But that is neither here nor there. I don't want to talk about my ex that I ain't lived with in 10 fucking whole years. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> but I fell you on um, those issues you have to deal with. And it's a lot on us, period. It is. It's so much. So much. 
tell my daughter all the time, not a goddamn maid. I'm not a maid. Stop coming up to me and ever just dumping all your emotional. And I know it's harder when it's a child, but still, you are 11 now. You got to get to the conclusion that mother is a person and not just your mother. And sometimes she requires being left the hell alone. <laughs> She's a good girl, though. I don't have no complaints. Today I was pissed off at my daughter, but for the, well, actually all week I was pissed off at my daughter. So there's that, but she's menstruating. So sorry if that offended some male ears, but that's what happens. I didn't fucking make it up. Blame someone for what that fucking happened. Call mother nature because that's how we make your damn babies. Anyhow, we got that, but that's what I mean. Like it's not even just what happens mentally. It's physically the things we have to go through the different hormones that are fighting in our body like men don't have to deal with that shit and for a woman yes it is so detrimental and exhausting (laughs) and yes this is exactly what i said tonight is after i'm done recording i'm going to bed once again i haven't even stayed up usually i try to stay up and grab all of the (laughs) the day I can every day this week I've been wanting nothing but to go to sleep record a podcast watch that tv show go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep because I just I want to ignore everything else and at least when I'm sleeping I don't have to think I don't have to answer to someone I don't have to talk to them I don't have to deal with them and then my sister is same thing like I love her to death and she asked me for a you know because I'm because she got another job and she wants to get a job where I'm working at and I'm like cool I would love for that to happen can she fill out the fucking um she sent me her resume but she can't fill out the the application I'm like why why would you expect me to do the application why (laughs) why am I even and then I find myself and that's another problem I have to work on I'm a giver and people will take when I give (laughs) they will just take 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 so I'm seeing she didn't want to do it so of course I felt some need or compulsion to be like oh well she's been so nice and let me use her car for this and let me just fill this out for her but it puts a burden on me that I really like there's too much on my plate that I really can't take anymore on my plate and I need to toss some shit off of my plate and that's what I'm going to do this weekend is focus on what can I toss off my plate? I need to make up a better game plan because I'm starting to like, I shouldn't have a week like this week. I really shouldn't. It wasn't the end of the world. And as you said, people are out there getting it worse, but I'm still, and we shouldn't feel bad though, for feeling the things that we are feeling. That's first and foremost, never uh, invalidate your own feelings just because it, it's not the worst calamity of the world. However, I sh- we ne- no one should be feeling this way. And that means there needs to be a game plan because while there's no rule out there that says one must be happy, it is nice to be happy. And then as far as the episode goes, I agree with almost everything you said. Um, even with the Niles thing, I know there was something you said and I was like oh no he did explain that part no he didn't know that he had a kid he found out when he got there he mostly knew about the the creature which caught his attention 
and then when he got there he's like oh there's this girl like who's this girl like he had an inkling when he got to the circus that might be his kid because you know but he didn't know no and then as soon as he did he took her for two years and then he left her with danny street for 19 so he's had her for 21 years um but he said 19 though and i'm like oh well then 1929 london yeah that makes sense but there does seem a lot though there's there's a whole fucking long list of time in between that is not accounted for now that i'm doing the math i'm like that doesn't make fucking sense either i i'm i don't even want to figure it out because i don't trust the writers to have either they fucked up or the show is going to show us something either way i just want to see kipling <laughs> like i want to do a spinoff of everything that involves him and then i want to see whatever's happening with niles or with Vic and Ron- ronnie because that could be interesting larry you say it because you've seen the end of it and clearly it gets more interesting than it is but for right now i'm just like okay you're falling back into the same damn patterns that you did by walking away and your kid was literally right there and you couldn't even come in and say hello how are you my condolences i get it's hard to explain that but i will never not like there i don't care nothing and because i'm a parent that's why i'm just like nothing could stop me from communicating with my children you not being around them because you were radioactive or whatever the fuck because he had to make the bandages for him i believe it's not really an excuse and he should just own that and as far as everyone else is concerned yeah i might be slightly interested in the underground if they show more people you got 96 fucking personalities and i've seen five i need to know new personalities we've even seen the one dude do the metal shit like if you're gonna say you have all these then you need to show not to hell show as far as season three goes i don't know about that one myself to be thoroughly transparent i've never seen a great episode of this season or of this series i should say so i will hold my applause however if you say it's good i'm gonna take your word for it i do think and hope that if i was to come back to season three they would change a lot of the people that is behind and it could just not be for me though because for some reason the second season has a 96 percent approval rating on rotten tomatoes but it's based only on 25 reviews <laughs> and that's why you don't look at the critics reviews they just need a new a new they just need something else behind it like i hope desperately that hold on there's some other things about season because the series was renewed for season three exclusively on hbo max maybe hbo will will be able to be like okay look this is what worked this is what not did not work for me if you want to continue on this path then i'm gonna need you to make some changes or get some better people in the writer's room maybe the same writers didn't come over i don't know but i know that with the hbo max umbrella that it has potential for the third season to take on a better direction but i will not be holding my breath 
and if i don't see any better direction i will not be watching that season that was mimi's feelings about the episode and life in general let's see what queen shy has to say hey christina it's me shy i am back to give my thoughts on doom patrol season two episode two um again um getting all my feedback in early um because i got a lot going on this week and my focus is gonna be elsewhere so i wanted to take this time that i have to give to watch what i need to watch get my feedback and um so i can focus on other things um but yeah, um, I actually really enjoyed this episode. This is the first episode I've really, really enjoyed in a long time. And probably because it had a lot of emotional pull and a lot of things. I mean, maybe I'm just in a place to where it just got to me a certain way. But um, but yeah, um, first thing, I will say that I am actually watching Titans season one. I think I'll let you you guys know that and um, I'm almost done with it. I think I'm on episode 10. No, I'm on episode 9 of season 1. And I had no idea that they had a Doom Patrol episode um, in Titans and that we were introduced to, um, well, well, I guess they were trying to do their backdoor pilot through that, through Titans. Um, but yeah, they changed the um, actor to Timothy Dalton from whoever the actor was to D- Timothy Dalton. Um, so Niles was a different Niles. And they also changed the body actor for Larry because that guy in Titans, he was a lot um, more built um, than the one that we have now. So I thought that was interesting. And I didn't know Gar was part of Titan or part of Doom Patrol. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of interested in what time frame that was. So obviously it was before Jane came back because I think in the beginning Jane was somewhere when Doom Patrol started. But anyway, I thought that was interesting seeing that um, little bit of uh, <laughs> the starting of Doom Patrol um, on Titans. As for this episode, like I said, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, seeing the, you know, Niles side of things when it came to the, the backstory from his daughter, you know, at that circus. And I'm, I gotta say, I'm not upset at all that those, uh, <laughs> those people met their demise because that was messed up, you know, how they treated her. So, yeah, wasn't upset whatsoever. It was interesting to hear that Niles is 139 years old. Wow. Okay. Well, we knew he was, you know, up there in age, but yeah, just to hear them actually give an age to give him an age, that's very interesting. And um, yeah, we still see Jane. Uh, I guess get, getting the last of that. Uh, of that drug that she got from Josh and that's very interesting that she was able to get that much out of a from a gauze a gauze a gouge whatever the thing the tissue um gauze that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> um 
so we see that Danny is still a brick so the magic was only able to mature everyone else the, the humans or the metahumans and not poor Danny so Danny has to grow up I guess <laughs> from a brick so I thought that was interesting um I hadn't thought about what until Larry said it but yeah I guess they would be considered um failed experiments um for Niles and so I guess he gathered up all his failed experiments out of guilt but it's hard to feel sorry for Niles I'm not gonna lie I mean I'm still I mean I'm with Cliff I, I mean that's some that's some messed up that's some messed up shit that he did to them I mean it's really shitty how he did them and yeah I mean I get it I mean I get he but damn you ruin other people's lives for your own selfish reasons I can't I can't get behind that (laughs) so it's like I mean I get it and I emphasize but man that's still messed up I I just uh, I I don't know I, I that's I anyway and then we got Larry's story which I figured he would go to the funeral of Gary and yeah Paul Paul is his other son's name so his son Paul ended up joining the military and it's you know I'm kind of I'm 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 frustrated with Larry I find myself frustrated with Larry in this episode now that we're getting to see their sons you know the what what happened to the sons during this time when he's moping around moping over stupid John I'm sorry but he's stupid John to me right now because these are kids he neglected his kids he just left his kids uh and poor Gary he just always wanted his dad I, I just oh it just makes me so angry with Larry now this episode because these poor kids especially Gary I mean it's hard to know what Paul because he you know I mean not surprising he's in the military he's keeping his feelings you know close close to the vest but Gary oh this man this poor child wanted his dad who's never gave up hope that his dad would come back was always searching always researching and oh my goodness it was I so sad and he was the one who basically just gave up on everything he probably spent his whole life dedicated to this and what was Larry doing feeling sorry for himself moping about John when he had kids out in the world that missed him and loved him so yeah this one man I mean it made me feel some type of way about Larry and and I don't oh anyway so yeah I mean yeah I did I did get a little angry and frustrated and so and then of course he doesn't even again he's he's instead of facing his Paul and trying to make amends he's running off again running away from it all and that made me mad it's like really Larry you you know you learn nothing so you lost your chance with Gary and then you have Paul you have this grandson you have a chance to connect with the family you have left and you're just leaving okay then anyway then we have the Nile story with them going to Dr. Time and um and this one wasn't bad I mean Cliff you know he was his usual self these are the moments when Cliff 
isn't horrible <laughs> when he's being extra because even I was like, oh my God, when they were playing Bad Girls, I can only imagine um, wanting to throw something after listening to a certain song a million times. So I thought that was a funny scene. Um, I was a little bit suspicious of Niles. I felt like he was being manipulative in this one, you know, trying to get them to do something without straight up asking them to do it if that makes sense um so i'm trying to get them to feel sorry enough for him to do it and of course cliff did it just because you know he did use reverse psychology i think and so they went in and yeah i thought that was very 70s i know they said 1980s but that reminded me of whatever you something 1980 but still no that's 70s all day even dr time talking i was like oh my gosh this is so the disco era so um yeah uh didn't know quite what the goal was i mean bring the helmet back i mean where was he supposed to wear that thing on his head i don't I wasn't quite sure um, where that was going <laughs> exactly. And uh, we got, finally, we got to see Jane and her mom and the Miranda. So I'm really interested in that whole story. I mean, I really want to know what's up with this Miranda chick. And um, yeah, so mom did know what was going I mean, and I figured as much. I think I said that or or speculated that in the previous um feedback on the previous podcast about mom because i always question you know mom was always gone i mean it it never fails a lot more times than not the 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 parent um is covering up knows about the sexual abuse and covers it up or you know allows it to continue or whatever the case may be or it goes into their idea of denial so it's interesting that they're trying to uh pray it out of her or exercise it out of her the the personalities so but yeah i'm very interested and i want to know more i mean i really want this is this type of stuff i want to know about jane is this stuff all this other shenanigans and stuff that she be doing i'm not interested in that but if they want to talk about this aspect of jane then yes i'm all for it because yeah i'm about over and she was tolerable in this one see these are the things that I'm okay with when she's not over the top and um, and Cliff wasn't too over the top. So, yeah. Um, but I really actually enjoyed this one um, quite a bit. And, um, yeah, and I actually am looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Vic. Uh, real quick, yes. So Vic found himself a little um, something-something and this group of his so i'm very interested in seeing where that leads to i have this sneaky suspicion that something bad i mean i don't know like this whole episode you know when they showed them i kept thinking something bad's gonna happen to her and i don't know but i hope not because i like her i don't even remember her name um but yeah i like how you know you know she pushed him and didn't let him get away with stuff and i love their conversation their back and forth in regards to that kid and so i feel like she's um 
I mean, obviously she's there for a reason. She's there to t- ultimately teach um, Vic something that he's going to take with him. Uh, I hope nothing bad happens to her, but I have a feeling um, that something might. I, I mean, again, I hope not, but I don't know. I just kept, you know, like just like when she got mugged, like, oh, what's going to happen? And so uh, we'll see. Um, but it's good to see that he got himself a little romance going on right now. So um, good. So, you know, that's um, that's something I'm looking forward to as well. So, yeah, there's a few things that um, have me excited about the next episode and seeing where this goes. All right. Um, that's all I will I will do for now. So until next time, much love, peace and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Shy. And that was Queen Shy with her feedback. Look, y'all, she didn't like the episode, and we've been trashing it like, <laughs> like we work at the dun- the junkyard, <laughs> just trashing it. <laughs> She's like, I really like this episode. I was like, I am glad that someone got some joy out of this episode, <laughs> and I think you weren't annoyed with the whole cliff thing the way I was because you were very angry at Niles which I think I am not saying they shouldn't be angry at Niles like when she slapped him I wasn't like oh my god Rita don't slap Niles no that's fair even when he's yelling if you want to get your feelings out if you wanted to interrogate him and put him through that that's fine too but then you know what you need to do like Mimi said get the fuck out no one is making you stay here and they're called the failed experiments but until they actually give me some damn clarification on what he specifically did because as far as i'm concerned how larry gonna blame him when the thing was up he said he knew something was traveling through the area okay so they just didn't warn you all right but other than that I don't really know how that's like I guess because he pinpointed them out as people to collect okay I can even get with that but the thing still happened to y'all I mean you would still go test pilot that day I mean what was they gonna say hey uh NASA or uh what was he with was it, it would have been NASA at that point right because it's a space program like, hey, um, by the way, there's going to be some alien thing that goes through. Um, yeah, I need you to avoid that today. What? <laughs> I'm sure they could have possibly made it happen. I don't know what's going behind the scenes. I don't know how much the government is even involved in this. No one knows because they don't actually world build. So maybe I'm just stuck on that fact and I can't thoroughly. And, and like I said, you could be angry at him. But he did do it, not for reasons that were just completely selfish, greedy. He was doing it to protect his daughter from something that his daughter apparently can unleash. Possibly on the world. I don't know. He ain't telling everybody the whole story because I don't think he wants anyone to know the whole story. Because he's trying to do it. He's trying to take that fool. I'm not saying he ain't a flawed man because I feel like I'm sticking up for it. I'm not. I'm really not. I don't give a shit about Niles either. And you're right. There was something a little bit. 
I would say not manipulative. I don't think he did reverse psychology on him whatsoever. And if that was enough to do some reverse psychology on you, then then you deserved what you got. <laughs> but I think that he genuinely was like, I don't want to put you guys in the line of fire if you don't want to be in the line of fire. He was down in his lab all by him's lonesome. Rita went down and talked to him. Then started on this whole plan about the continuum, yada, yada, yada. That's not what he said. He didn't come out acting like he wanted y'all to do something. But if you volunteering to help and you seem to be down with this because you don't want to babysit yourself or take care of this child, then yeah, it's either <laughs> I'm going to have to lead this child somewhere where she may possibly destroy the world and I die or I can try to come up with a plan and you guys can help or you can't help. If you're not going to help, you got to get the hell up out of my house. That's just how it is. It's still his damn house. Mad or not. <laughs> and then in regards to Cliff, yeah, I just was not feeling him this whole episode. Just wasn't. I wasn't at all. Not even a little bit. Like, quite frankly, his character is dead to me. <laughs> and I'm glad you were down on the emotional aspect too. Um, I just wish I could feel it as well. I, I, I didn't feel I wanted to feel some. I felt bad for Gary. You're right. I felt bad for Gary. You're right about Larry doing the exact same thing. I don't have an excuse for Larry either. Like, I love Larry. I love Larry. But there is nothing to excuse why Larry did not send a telegram. Just none. My phone just fell on the floor. It's a good thing it's a piece of shit and i need to replace it anyway what else did you say that i want to yeah the fact that how is danny supposed to grow up they didn't think to explain that either oh danny's gonna have to grow up how how he's not a person he just go what sprout some weeds and turn into a whole street what what how is this for once i actually missed the danny's and i was like can we get morally corrupt back up in here anything and all of these side plots i like more than the actual plot of anything that's happening with these people that's just where it is ronnie i feel like she has a sketch pass and i'm just putting that out there right now because she looks like she has a sketch past <laughs> and the way she was going so hard about letting a criminal go like i was kind of with it's like she was like oh it's a kid i'm like that does not look like a fucking teenager to me that looks like a grown-ass man and then i'm glad and i was really with vic like i'm glad that you think he could be saved but at the same time he has a record and it's it's not your job to say let him go what if he the next time he snatches the person and the person run, runs after him and she get ran over by a car because she can't defend herself like i loved their back and forth a lot because I was really agreeing with both of them. So at least that is interesting, tangible, actually has some meat to it, debate and relationship I think is about to unfold between the two. Because she like him and he definitely like her. I wonder if his dick is made of metal. If you want to send feedback for the next episode, you can send that to blackhorecouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic.